I had grown enough in the, in the Lord to know that there was victory in Christ and, and I was not experiencing that victory in prayer for this person. So I, what some people do is they start blaming God and they create an attitude of um, a religious mindset about it and they blame God. Well, he needed an angel in heaven. Well, he, he, he's, he's doing this to teach me something. And yet that's not his nature at all. And so um, I just said, Lord, I must be doing, I must be doing something wrong. Not you're doing something wrong. I must be doing something wrong because I know there's always victory in Christ. And, and yet it's, we're not seeing that victory. So what am I doing wrong? We've been looking at intercessory prayer. We've been looking at uh, ways to increase our prayer life and to become more powerful in our prayer life. Remember, uh, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. When we started, when he started this, these podcasts, the first of the year, we were reminded that we we are in a transition. The age, there's a transition of ages from one age to the next. And um, we could be at that very place now in our time. We look at our day and say, what's happening? What's going on? Well, any kind of time there's a transition, it's, it can be rocky. It can be a, a rocky time. I always liken it to, um, you know, in, in our physical growing as a, as a person. And as a person, when you get to your teen years, your hormones change. That's a transition in your body. And it can be a rocky time. It's when the devil likes to move. He likes to get in and upset because people are unsteady on their feet, if you will, and in their emotions. And that's when he likes to hit the hardest. Remember when Jesus was hungry, he came and attacked him. So um, we're looking into being an intercessor and also the fact that um, time could be running out. A actual time could be running out. And if that's so, do we have loved ones? Do we have family members, husbands, children? Uh, what must you think if you've got a child out on drugs? Well, I'm here to tell you that you can bring them in because the power of God, if you've received Jesus Christ as your Savior and you're willing to work with, uh, to allow God to work through you and with you, He, he will... Uh, the, the person gets changed the most is you and I as we offer ourselves to the work of the Holy Spirit because he, he cleans up inside of us and then so he can flow through. So that's kind of what we're looking at. That's the attitude that we're having. And, um, you know, hell is a real place and real people are going there. And our last few podcasts have been on, um, we, are, are, we, are we ready? Is it time and are we ready? Uh, don't we did one on don't be afraid of the darkness because yea deep darkness is upon the earth uh, covering the earth and it, the fact that it's getting dark is all right uh, it's what to do with that darkness and so that's what we're talking about too we have um, you know when the darkness came over Egypt God had a place for his people he told them to put the blood on the doorpost and it would and the death angel would pass over well we're kind of in that day so you want to make sure that you've received the precious blood that Jesus shed at the cross and that you speak about it. 
You have to talk about it. You have to speak it out and put it on the doorpost of your house so that the demons know, don't go in there because they have the blood of the lamb. And the blood of the lamb is what paralyzes the devil. So when you plead the blood over something and over someone, you paralyze the works of darkness in their life. And now the Holy Spirit is kind of like saying, you get that out of the way. And now the Holy Spirit starts working with them and, and ministering to them and wooing them, if you will, with his love. And so that's the kind of thing we're looking at. Jesus said, I've got to go away and it's better for you that I do, because if I don't, the Holy Spirit couldn't come. And so he knew that there was more to be had with the Holy Spirit working in our lives uh, than than without him. So he said, uh, I will leave you. I will leave you with a Holy Spirit. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, the Amplified Bible says the Comforter is a counselor, a helper, an advocate, an intercessor, a strengthener, a standby. That's that's the helps ministry, if you will. <laughs> and so he told them that he's going to send the helper. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit today about uh, the, if you will, the personality of the helper, uh, the intensity of the helper. Uh, I think, laughingly, about the time when I was learning some of this stuff and praying for somebody that I, that that I love dearly. Uh, I remember the, and they were caught up in drugs and alcohol. I remember in, just getting in bed at night, saying, "Well, Lord, if you can do anything, please do it." I said, "You know, that's that's a real." prayer of faith and power right there, right? And I just kind of just whispered it out. But then Jesus started showing me there's always victory in Christ. Keep your eye on that. There's always victory in Christ. He will always lead us in his victory in Christ and manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of God in every place. So just know that. And I had grown enough I had grown enough in the, in the Lord to know that there was victory in Christ and, and I was not experiencing that victory in prayer for this person. So I, what some people do is they start blaming God and they create an attitude of um, a religious mindset about it and they blame God. Well, he needed an angel in heaven. Well, he, he, he's, he's doing this to teach me something. And yet that's not his nature at all. And so um, I just said, Lord, I must be doing, I must be doing something wrong. Not you're doing something wrong. I must be doing something wrong because I know there's always victory in Christ. And, and yet it's, we're not seeing that victory. So what am I doing wrong? And so um, he started telling me and the gifts of the spirit kicked in and I got a word of, of knowledge within a couple of days and exactly how to pray. And I waited a season, a few days, and, and allowed God to, to add to it if there was more to it. And then I found some people that could agree with me in prayer. And we agreed, and it started a process of deliverance in this person's life. And, uh, it, you know, I was thinking the other day, I had forgotten to tell you all this. Uh, I remember asking the Lord, I said, Lord, I know that you're, I know they're going to be saved. But I, I'm asking you for it. Not, don't let it be a deathbed salvation. When they, I don't want this person to get before you and be embarrassed because they have nothing to lay at your feet. And I'm asking you to make it happen 
soon enough for to, for them to have have time to bear some fruit so that when they come before you, they have something to lay at your feet. And uh, <clears throat> he did that. They had years, several years, many years, not many, many years, but several years of, of fruitful time where they were able to study their Bible and get to know the Lord better. And um, in the midst of that, when I was standing in faith for them, I had somebody say to me, because uh, I was adamant that, you know, that they were going to be a new creature in Christ. And they said, yeah, but they have a free choice and you can't do it for them, which was true. I can't do it for them. So I went back to the Lord. I said, well, Lord, that's true. How can I be sure? And he said, he, I, I know some people might wonder when you say, and he said to me, but this is the thought patterns that I had after that, and I take it as from the Lord. He said, Mary Jean, if I have to part the veil and let their feet touch the flames of hell to get their attention, I can do that. And I will do that as long as somebody's believing me for their soul. So just hook into believing for their soul. You know the scripture that says, what, whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Well, that word bind means knit and tie into. So whatever we knit and tie into, in other words, if you get focused on it and you stay adamant about it, and yes, are you going to need refreshing in that? Yes, because is your faith level going to run down? Yes. Uh, uh, my friend and I, we always likened it to a car race. You know, we need to come in for a pit stop and be rejuiced a little bit to get going again. Well, keep your faith stirred up. Let the, let the Holy Spirit speak to you and re-encourage you along the way. But, if, <coughs> excuse me, as long as someone's believing for that soul, God is covenant bound to answer that, to answer that prayer. And so um, he will. And he knows how to reach them. And it just, uh, it just, you just have to be determined. You know, Jesus, even Jesus, when he was getting ready to go to the cross, and you will go to the cross as you stand in the gap for these people. Your flesh will be stripped away. And what you think and what you would like to have happen now can be stripped away. And you just stay focused on, on the Lord. But when Jesus was going to the cross, it says he set his face like flint toward Jerusalem. Uh, uh, he set his face like flint toward Jerusalem. So um, that's where we have to, you got to set your jaw and just say, uh, I'm not letting go of this like a dog with a bone. I'm not letting go of this. And that's a covenant mindset. So our helper, our advocate, our counselor, uh, our intercessor, our strengthener, our standby, I wanted, this, is a, this is coming from a teaching that I heard years back by Rick Renner. And it was just one of those teachings. Sometimes when you hear things, you know, you, you don't write many notes. But this one I was able to get really good notes on. So I'm going to share from those notes. Um, and it's Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but, it, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
I might stop and say here, if you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, maybe you don't even know what that is. I didn't know what it was when I first got saved. And, but there are, you, get, you get born again by the Spirit, but then you get filled with that Spirit and have the, um, the power. It gives you the power to walk out what Jesus has given us. So praying in the Holy Ghost, you can be praying the Word of God or you can be praying in other tongues. And praying in other tongues helps you pull out the mysteries, the hidden things that you can't see and the Holy Spirit does know what's going on. So he wants to help our infirmities. And infirmity would be a lack of knowledge about something. And uh, uh, Rick Renner was saying that in this particular scripture, the whole, likewise the Spirit also, Romans 8, 26, helpeth our infirmities. The word helpeth there, he says, this is the first time chronologically this word is ever used Ever in secular literature, the Holy Spirit created a brand new word to describe his help for us. He had to create a new word to even put it to, to, to describe the help he has for us. It's so intense. He is, he is a passionate, intense, and, and we have him living inside of us and we can be filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with him. We just ask and read the word and spend time with the Father, man, we have such opportunities. We have such opportunities. The word in the Greek is soon anti lambano. Soon anti lambano. If you if you do many Greek studies and, and word studies, you you'd recognize some of those words. But the word soon, s u n, but soon it's co laborers, a partnership in cooperation always describes what you do with someone else. It's a partnership. It would never describe what someone does for you. So many times we're asking the Lord to do it for us. And, and His Spirit said, no, you and I are going to grab hold together and do it together. Jesus said, I won't leave you as an orphan, but I'll send the Holy Spirit and He will be your intercessor, your standby, your advocate, we are co-laborers together with God, and it always connects you with someone else. So we are co-laborers, and that's what, you know, he who has pity on the poor lendeth to the Lord means you've joined forces with God for those who are poor in spirit. Think of poor in spirit, not just poor of natural things, poor in spirit. When you're poor in spirit, you're going to be poor in every area of your life. And so that's what we're deliver seeking to to. Uh, hold hands with the Holy Ghost, if you will, and get people set free. Anti is, of course, against the Antichrist, not just positionally against, a menace to society, danger, risk, will hurt somebody unless put behind bars. That's how intense he is in our prayer life when we want to pray. Socially against everyone. Well, he, not, he's not against people. He's against demons. He's against the devil. He's against anything that wants to hurt you. That's how he is intensely anti against it. And he will be working to get, to get you free from that. And that's what, when we join forces with him for someone else, that's his attitude. He's taking this serious. I, I think, just judging from myself, sometimes we 
we take it lightly and we kind of play around with it. But he's serious. He's taking this very seriously to get that person set free and get them, not just get them set free, but get them into their destiny. So many people, you know, Lazarus was called out from the grave. He was brought out from the grave. But then Jesus looked at those around him and said, loose him and let him go. And so there was a work to be done once he got born again. Once he came back to life, there was a work to be done to set him free. And that's so anybody, I mean, I can use the prayer. Everybody needs prayer. And whatever stage we find ourselves in, there's another level to go with God. And so we all need help to get to that next level. Lombano is I take or I receive in this context. It is almost a violent word to grab hold, seize, and pull it to yourself. So there's different ways of, you know, uh, taking. There's um, someone puts this there, and I just pick it up, I receive it. Or they have it in their hand, and I take it. Or the next level would be to snatch it, which is what the rapture is going to be. The Lord's going to snatch his children out, out of the earth. But uh, this is the middle one. And it, and it can be violent. We soon ante lambano, we grab hold and pull it to ourselves. And the next uh, time we'll look at another scripture uh, where that comes to be. Well, I, I think we have time here. Maybe we'll look at it now. I take or I receive in this context. Soon is a partnership of the Holy Spirit. Anti is hostile attitude of the Holy Spirit against anything that wants to hurt you. And Lombano is forcefully seized. So the, the one is the position, the attitude, and the desire. Soon is a position. Anti is the attitude. Lombano is the desire. And all of this translates help. The desire of the Holy Spirit is to reach out with you and grab hold together with you and bring it to victory. So whoever you're praying for, that person you're praying for, or people, or situation. It doesn't have to be a person, but I, I do believe, I know our pastor just last Sunday talked about targeting souls. Uh, so many times we've targeted a new car or a house or material things, and that's a place of learning how to use your faith, and that's a good. That's not wrong because that's how we're supposed to get the things from, from the Lord is by faith. So we learn on those kind of things, getting the light bill paid, getting gas in the car, but he wants us to now target souls because time is running out and he wants us to target souls. If I was God, who would I give my power to? <laughs> I wanted to, uh, from that, I wanted us to quickly look at Matthew chapter 11, talking about the soon ante lambano and the attitude, the hostility of taking it to yourself. In Matthew eleven twelve, it says, From the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault, and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Or in the King James, it says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. So uh, violence is not violent like the protest type violence. It's violent by energetic. It, 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 and energy comes from focus, I, I believe. 
So if you're if you're kind of just lightly tossing a prayer out there and you're not focused and and you're not, uh, I think it's important to seek the Lord. Uh, to to seek the Lord about how to pray. Really, prayer doesn't take any time. Uh, really, it doesn't take any time once you've uh, got a strategy and got the got the mind of the Spirit on it, <clears throat> and you know what to pray and how to pray it. It doesn't take any time. Just pray it and then believe it. And you have greater faith to believe it when you've spent time with the Holy Spirit. Remember, in the beginning, God, uh, the Spirit was moving upon the surface of the of the earth, of the deep, and there's darkness and it was void. Uh, but the Holy Spirit was moving, and Father God even waited on His Spirit before He spoke words and brought in creation. So uh, who are we not to wait on the Holy Spirit and, and let the Creator work through us? And the people you're praying for, you may not um, have any idea what their real need is. It may, like we said before, it's a, it's a shell game. The devil hides out, and he makes you think it's this when it's actually that. And in my case, it looked like it was alcoholism, but it was a root of bitterness. And a root of bitterness is a big deal, and so it, it's got a root to it, and it poisons people. And so um, you want to uh, wait on the Lord and ask Him to show you how to pray. Uh, now, we just saw that the kingdom of God is, is taken by force. Uh, what did it say? The kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault and violent men take it, seize it by force or from the, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. In other words, the kingdom is laying there in a passive form. Whatever you're asking for is laying there in a passive form. And then faith picks it up and pulls it to yourself. So you, of course, you have to know what to, what to ask for. But uh, that energy that it takes to take from the kingdom, it's sought for with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Uh, and you seize it by force. You seize the kingdom by force. That comes, if you go to Acts chapter 2, and we'll finish with this because we'll pick up with it next time. If you go to Acts chapter 2, it says uh, in the verses 1 through 4, the day of Pentecost fully came. And then it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, verse 4, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Well, let me go back to verse 2. So they were all in, in one accord, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. There is that energy that you need to seize the kingdom with. It's the rushing mighty wind. It's the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It's that intensity that he has. Remember, he's intensely against anything that would hurt you. He's intensely uh, for wanting to pull things to you. So he has an intensity about him that we need in our lives. Amen. So I just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus right now, whoever's listening to us right now, Pray for that fullness of your spirit, Lord, that you move us into a position to be able to be more filled with the spirit than ever before and to get the job done, that we may fulfill our part, that we may fulfill our part in these days ahead. 
and be a pleasure and pleasing to you. So I just plead the blood over everybody listening. Pray for the mercies of God upon us and that we will hear your voice and another voice we won't follow. So bless them, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you.